Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie. I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we're seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Rhett Perry with the local St. Louis app, Oper. Oper stands for Order, Pay, Earn, Redeem, and it is a pretty handy app that we use quite often when we're eating out. It is free to download. Um, you earn rewards based on your spending, so that's pretty easy to do. And we've been using it for about six months now, and we have earned close to $100, which is pretty awesome. And it's that's really easy to do. So free money, and then you can just put that towards more of your eating and drinking, which we like. In St. Louis, these are a few of the restaurants that uh, accept Ober. The Libertine, Milk Toast Bar, The Fountain on Locust, Evangeline's, Steve's Hot Dogs, City Diner, The Pat Connolly Tavern, Lona's Little Eats, Element, Meshuggah Cafe, Al Tarbouche Deli. Um, there, there are way more, basically I could go on, but there are a lot of places that you can find it, that you can use it at. It is a free app, like I mentioned, and uh, you just download it on your phones. Also, this is a little plug for We Eat Stuff, when you download it, if you enter the code EAT STUFF, one word, E-A-T-S-T-U-F-F, you will uh, receive some free money in your account for your first use. So go do that, and that way the good folks at Oprah will know that We Eat Stuff referred you. Thanks so much for listening, and please enjoy our conversation with Rhett. Day in St. Louis, where yeah. it was sunny for six different stretches and thunder and lightning for a couple of them. Indeed. Other than that, yeah, uh, Monday, it is. day after opening day. I don't yeah. know if you guys got. Do you guys get to go down there? Uh, no, we're not the biggest sports ball fans. Not to say there's anything against people who are for it, but you know, just that over. Right. I, that was my first Cardinals opening day. So <laughs> went and walked around downtown. It was perfect weather. Yeah. Hit some patios up and. It was nice weather for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good deal. Uh, well, welcome. Thanks for coming over. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Um, what are you going to mix up for us here? <laughs> well, uh, we actually have one of my favorite drinks in the world. I mm. wish it was at more bars, but it's not. It's mm. Kiss Caramel Vodka. We don't need to say the brand because it's pretty common. <laughs> uh, and apple cider. So when you throw mm. them together, no matter how strong you make it, it still tastes like a caramel apple. Beautiful. Mm. So, Excellent. You want to do the honors? I, I will absolutely crack this for you guys. Great. Thank you, thank you. you tell me when, I guess. Yeah. Waffles isn't getting any old stomach growth. Nah. You can just watch waffles. I, I do not want to be the guy that gets your dog drunk. Yeah, that would not be a good thing. <laughs> I, I, will, I will jump some of that mine. I was, I was waiting <laughs> for the... Uh, there we go. You got to say when. I guess the word is out that I'm a boozer. So. <laughs> I mean, I... 
I like I said, I listen to a bunch of you guys' episodes. I love them. I hear all these you know fancy wines that I don't know how to pronounce. Uh, some good beer that I've tried because of that. But I figured you know let's go with the cocktail this time. Perfect. Mm. It's a good thing to wind down on Monday. Especially on a dreary day like today. Yeah. Where the hell this would be hot. Might be horrifying. It would be good. Huh? One of the, the two things I like about this is that, one, there's alcohol in it. Two, it's good no matter what temperature. Mm. Cool. So I, I wouldn't recommend room, but it's fine. Yeah. But if you go either the cold version or the hot version, it's still yeah. cool. um, very tasty. Works. So, right. Excellent. Cool. Yeah, thank you very well, much. Cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Salud. You. Here we are. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, tastes like candy. Like, that could have been 80%. Alcohol and still wouldn't taste the exact same. So yeah. it sneaks up on you. It's dangerous. Okay. I imagine, yeah. With, with, great, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I used to make uh. a drink called the Rosy Cheek Russian. It's a white Russian with raspberry vodka. Mm. Okay. Also, one called a drowned Russian with blueberry vodka. Mm. Yeah. Both sound amazing. Both sound yeah. good. It's nice. like drinking a boozy milkshake. Yeah. Uh, I'll call an Uber. I'll get a ride home. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, Rhett, who are you? We are Negan. Not sure if you guys are walking dead. Yeah, pants, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but now it was last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as you mentioned, Rhett Perry, uh, grew up in Pennsylvania, went to University of Delaware, uh, have found myself now splitting time between Denver, Colorado, and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually spent a little more time in St. Louis than Denver at this point mm-hmm. with uh, the whole work stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm a guy that loves meeting people, loves trying food, loves trying mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's St. Louis has been a, a great city for that. Denver's awesome. Mm-hmm. This is not a, a Denver podcast, so I, I will do my best to not mention that. <laughs> yeah. But I no, have, okay. you can talk about Denver. I have not had, uh, more than one bad experience in St. Louis yeah. mm-hmm. with anything at all. And then only one time was when it snowed really horribly and we were on the road and we won't get into that. And that's never fun. So, yeah. that's universal. That's not a St. Louis thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. When did you um, first arrive in St. Louis? I've been coming to St. Louis for a little over six months at okay. this point. Mm-hmm. So, I'm familiar with the pockets of St. Louis, like the, obviously, downtown, Clayton, uh, the Loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm familiarizing myself with places like now Webster Groves, mm-hmm. The Grove, The Hill, Getting the experience, all that St. Louis has to offer, and it's uh, again the, the more I get immersed in it, the more interesting and exciting it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do you have a place here, or do you just stay at hotels, or mixing up? <laughs> the The great part about this day and age is there's stuff like Airbnb. Mm. Oh, so yeah. you know, I I've been able to stay at many different places where, you know, for a week I can walk outside mm-hmm. and check out all these different places. Nice. Within a couple blocks, and then the next time I'm back in town, two weeks later, a whole new set of places to explore in a, a different playground. So mm-hmm. that's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our, our office is downtown, so I spend a good amount of time with that as an epicenter. Mm-hmm. But have the, the more and more I get familiar with St. Louis, the more comfortable I feel branching out to some of these very small mm-hmm. pockets that I've only heard bits and pieces about. That you might not see on like Google search, but you know the the locals and the, the people that do live here for years will you know swear by. Yeah. So that's been uh, fun branching out and, and experiencing those new things. Awesome, very good. So uh, go going on your business, your work. Why are you here? What's your business in St. Louis? 
So, uh, I believe we, Christine, touched base the first time like early December. Mm -hmm. I think I sent you an email. Mm -hmm. um, I saw your name in our system. Mm -hmm. Knew you guys had the We Eat stuff. Uh, Instagram. I did not realize you guys had the podcast at that time. Mm -hmm. Found that out just afterwards. Met you guys at the Eclipse randomly, mm -hmm. which was awesome looking back. That's, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but OPER stands for Order, Pay, Earn, Redeem. It's not affiliated with Oprah, as many people ask me when I first say that. As much as I'd love to be with the big O and her, her outfit, that's, yeah. that's not the case. Mm -hmm. um, so again, Oprah stands for Order, Pay, Earn, Redeem. It's a mobile payment platform. So we, don't, we have a website, but it's not, it's not like an app. It's also a website. It's only an app. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of using a credit card or your wallet at restaurants and bars, you can pay right through your phone. Mm -hmm. If you ask someone that isn't that familiar with, with Oprah, they'll say, oh, it's that, that ordering app that you can place, you know, take out and delivery orders, mm -hmm. which we have that functionality, but that's secondary, tertiary, if you will, uh, to the payment. Mm -hmm. So instead of at a Chipotle or a Subway, at the counter when you need to register, instead of giving your credit card, you can just pull out your phone. They say the total is $10. You punch in $10 on your phone, hit pay, mm -hmm. a QR code pops up on your phone, they have a tablet, they scan it at the register, and you're done. They email you the receipt. You're good to go unless you need a printed out one, which most people don't take at mm -hmm. this point. Um, so you're good. You get 10% back on every transaction through Oprah plus your regular credit card rewards. Mm -hmm. So essentially, it's a central platform, mm -hmm. central rewards platform that lets you pay with your phone at these stores. Yep. And even more impressive, in my opinion, is our pay at the table feature. Mm -hmm. Have you guys experienced that at all? I know you guys yeah. use Oprah from time to time. Yeah, so. we have. So yeah, so that's something where at a sit-down restaurant or a bar, you get the check, and instead of giving a credit card, waiting for the server to take it, swipe it, return it, sign it, uh, you literally just, once you get the check, and hit pay at the table, punch in the total tip right from there, and walk. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for patio season coming up with warm weather on the way, mm -hmm. and you know all the, the sports teams being there over the summer, uh, I, it's hard experiencing it myself, and seeing how easy that is and how cool that is, not thinking that's like one of the best things to hit the restaurant world. And right now we're only in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's other apps that do more, just a little less, the same in other cities. Um, but I, we haven't heard of any other in the Midwest. There's no one else with St. Louis ties. We're born and bred here, raised here. Um, and it's been an amazing experience being a part of this team and, and trying to get that done. That being said, it's super confusing to users and restaurants in general because it does so much more mm -hmm. that you know we now have a loyalty program where restaurants can sign up and instead of a punch card or leaving your number or name or email, uh, you can do everything right through the app, you know, pay or order, and that counts as a loyalty. It's all done right through the app, a loyalty uh, check mark on the store. Mm -hmm. So you never have to worry about losing a punch card, mm -hmm. uh, not having your stuff on you for yeah. the restaurants. Uh, this is actually a little known between our users and, and many restaurants is we don't charge the restaurants anything. Mm. Mm. So we actually are completely commission free, don't charge a monthly fee either. Whereas with a credit card, they're paying somewhere around two and a half, three percent mm -hmm. on every swipe. Yeah. Mm. Um, so restaurants actually save money when re when customers use Oprah mm -hmm. versus a credit card. Obviously, cash is still king no matter where you are in the right. world. Untraceable. Um, but <laughs> with the exception of industry. Uh, employees that you know are tip based. Uh, when was the last time you guys used cash, like frequently? Yeah, 
Well, yeah. Yeah, sometimes we do, yeah. But it depends. Small amounts. Yeah. Like 10 bucks or less. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. So again, and, and there are still people that will always want to use cash. We're yep. fine with that. There are still people that can think this is the best thing in the world, mm-hmm. but still, you know, use of the credit card, it's an mm-hmm. easy thing to do. You know, being in this, this place right now in the industry, we have to be okay with the fact that we could give the, a customer the greatest experience they've ever had, and they still will never use this again because it's very brand new. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, you see commercials where it's all MasterPass, Apple Pay, yeah, Samsung yeah. Pay. Yeah. So the industry wants customers to go in that direction the same way it used to be. Everyone had cash, and it was, credit card was the, oh, I, I don't use that yet. Yeah. And they'd still accept checks, and now they don't accept checks anywhere anymore. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's a very exciting place to be in right now, mm-hmm. uh, and we're on the the precipice of this. And being in St. Louis of all places is super exciting because if we can make it here with this kind of thing, it, it's very translatable to the East and the West Coast. Sure. And that's not the immediate future for us. Maybe in the the long term, mm-hmm. um, but we want to be a mobile payment plan. Whether that's online, something else, we can integrate with other things. <laughs> We're just very familiar with the restaurant world, mm-hmm. so that's where we started. Cool. Um, and it, it, again, like I said, it, it's been a great experience to grow with some of these restaurants in St. Louis that are, are brand new, have been around for a long time, mm-hmm. some big name places, and, and all this stuff, and just be a part of the you know emerging world in the tech and, and restaurant industry. I was actually a little more interested also in uh, a newcomer's take of the St. Louis. What was the first thing you noticed about St. Louis? The pockets. The pockets. Um, for me, mm-hmm. uh, oh, nice. yeah, yeah, just as, as you mentioned, a newcomer's take on St. Louis, that's, I'm, that's actually a great question. I'm, I never would have been able to, to ask that. Um, but down, every downtown I've ever lived in has been the epicenter of a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, that experience includes Baltimore, Denver, Philadelphia. Uh, if you're in downtown, like any direction you go, you're still going to experience you know, that city for several more miles. Mm-hmm. St. Louis's downtown is the very, very edge of St. Louis, mm-hmm. and right across the river is now Illinois, yeah. and there's very few, in my experience, people that, you know, commute across the river that live right over the river. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, so East St. Louis, when I, when I found out, was not actually St. Louis, you know, mm-hmm. it was not actually Missouri, was, was a brand new concept to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so it was interesting seeing how you got downtown, and if you just go straight west... Uh, you run into Clayton, the Loop, Central West End, uh, and then if you variate from there, you got the Grove, the Hill. Uh, I'm not too familiar with anything north, uh, like closer to the airport, mm-hmm. as far as like an actual location sure. yeah. or destination base. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that was the first thing I noticed was it was very, very pocketed where you get you know a, a great area of you know here's downtown St. Louis, and then you got to go a couple miles, and then here's Central West End, and that's very, very awesome. That's one of my favorite places mm-hmm. yeah. uh, next to the Grove and the Loop. Yeah. Um, again, outsider's perspective, I know those are some some of the more well-known places, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then that seemed like more of a very unique thing to St. Louis to me based on where I've been. Sure, yeah. So I'm sure there's other cities that are similar to that, if not identical. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that was just like a, a shock type thing. Right. And if you find yourself in between any of them, there's it's you've got to go a, a, a hike either direction to yeah. Yeah, you can't really get back to that walk to any of them, which we kind of lament a little yeah. bit. Like we've we uh, were just two weeks ago we were in New York City, okay, and so and then we've also spent a lot of time in Austin, Texas. 
What a great um, place. Yeah, oh, great yeah. city. Love yeah. it. And, you know, they're both obviously booming. St. Louis not quite there yet. Maybe it will be yeah. getting there. But, mm. yeah, uh, I think one of the things that St. Louis really lacks is good public transit. That sort of thing. I would agree with you. Yeah. And it's the, the direction that a lot of major cities are going, whether they're, like you said, New York, that's already been well-established, maybe still growing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hard to contemplate being that big of a city and still growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but everyone is trying to move towards like the shared bike programs mm-hmm. uh, where you can pay a monthly fee, pick up a bike at a station, ride it, drop it off, you yeah. know, between a certain time. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis does give me that feel where it's, you can't bike in between downtown to Clayton yeah. and all that stuff. Some people and, do. Yeah. Not many. That- that's extremely impressive. Yeah. yeah. But for a shared ride program, I can see how that would cause, you know, challenges yeah. Uh, but yes, I, I absolutely agree with you. And one of the things that, that I learned, I believe I first came in on a flight and it was like, oh, you know, when I have to do work stuff, I'll just Uber between places I want to go. Yeah. That added up so quickly going yeah. from downtown to the loop to yeah. Rock yep. Hill to the Grove and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the next time it was like, hey, I got to get a rental car or I have to drive myself across Kansas, yeah. mm-hmm. which I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to offend anyone that, that's from Kansas, but that, yeah. that is a rough ride. I'll, I'll yeah, put it that yeah, way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, uh, it's kind of a chicken and egg thing. I mean, to get the public transit, you have to kind of also have the foot traffic. Before you get the foot traffic, you've got to have the public transit. So it's one of these things where you kind of almost got to waste money for a while. The system that not everyone needs, hopefully this helps us spread right. around. Um, I mean, definitely it's getting better. There's still a city meant for over a million people that has like, 200,000 or 300,000 people in it. So right. it's not like it's wall-to-wall people. Yeah. Um, there's definitely problems with segregation, um, schools. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it definitely, I mean, as a lot of people have told us, a lot of people come and talk to us. This, this is a land of opportunity. If you want to make something happen, there generally is a, the space to do it and enough people will be interested to help you out. It's not too camped out either. It's not like New York City. Right. Um, there's definitely a lot going on, but... Anything you want to do, probably someone else is doing that. If by ten people or a hundred people are doing the exact same thing, St. Louis is very unique. Most things, most things are the only ones are kind. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, which is really, really kind of neat in some ways. It means that, you know, you can. It's my opinion. You can like us doing a food block. You know, in New York City, there's probably like ten thousand food blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot more restaurants for just in two blocks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> just in the same apartment yeah. complex. Uh-huh. But you know, in St. Louis, it's um, there's not that many, and I feel that you know. We're getting a little bit of a tech boom here, which is nice. Very much and so. And Oprah is definitely part of that, that uh, will stay around. It definitely seems like a great package, um, great app to have. And just, uh, I wonder how, what I'm trying to think about is, will, will St. Louis become like Austin someday? You know, or what trajectory is. If neighbors start connecting, which they are starting to grow together a little bit. It's the little, you know, we got, you know, we got the Cortex, and then we got the Grove, and then mm-hmm. Long Boyle is starting to really spread up along the gas light square area. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, like, we'll really, uh, you know, we'll all fill in and then we'll get overcrowded. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's a big first couple steps. For, not even the first step, a big first couple mm-hmm. steps for St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have, for the first time in a while, I'm, I'm a, a stat guy. You mm-hmm. know, I look at numbers and all that stuff and analyze them, and I, they don't lie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of the first times in a while that St. Louis is actually growing in the national population mm-hmm. consensus mm-hmm. instead of declining. Sure. Because that, that did fall off for a while. Like you said, it's a place for a million people, and it was only housing you know just short of 600,000 for the longest time. And after that whole, uh, like into the 80s, 
back in the 90s, it started declining. And I, I feel like you have this sense of civil patriotism for St. Louis now, where everyone who wanted to get out of St. Louis has done that. So things you hear in other parts of the country about St. Louis might not be great, but that's from the people that wanted to leave. Sure. So now we have all these people that are here by choice that want to yeah. stay, that want St. Louis to grow and be something great. Yeah. Um, not that it's not already. It's just, like you said, it, it, it's not the first thing that comes to mind when booming cities or tech startups. Yeah. Uh, and being in the T-Rex office, which is made for tech startups, yeah. like we are surrounded by that. So sure. yeah. um, call that a bubble, if you will. But we do get that feeling that this is becoming more and more of a tech-minded, future-minded city mm-hmm. with people who want it to be that way Absolutely. as opposed to people who are now just stuck in St. Louis because they don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. That's no longer the case. Yeah. Uh, so I, I fully believe you know, that, that first couple steps as St. Louis continues to grow population-wise, um, I think I heard someone else say it on one of your episodes, is you know, we, we got kids from Washington University that are brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best schools in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keeping them here versus them going back to where they're from or leaving yep. in general. Yep. Uh, I, I fully believe the San Francisco bubble has started to pop. It's too oh, yeah. expensive out there yeah. and everyone's getting wise to that. And no one really wants uh, the wealth being distributed amongst very, very few. Exactly. Which is what a, a lot of these startups are. You know, granted, Oprah is a startup in the tech world. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're aimed at giving back. You know, we're not charging an arm and a leg to use our software we're mm-hmm. trying our place is to give restaurants the ability to take their own money back mm-hmm. save grow and make their decisions based on that mm-hmm. um so yeah i i fully believe st louis has a ton of potential and it's so much different to someone coming out of a college or someone trying to grow a career in a family than it was three years ago will it be austin that's mm-hmm. tough Austin, Austin's an amazing city. That's yeah. a really great place. And, and between Austin, Texas, right there, being on one side of the river, and downtown being the other with the South by Southwest sure. uh, and all the other stuff they have to offer, that's that's a great city. But it's probably going to hit a point where it becomes the next San Francisco. Where exactly. Do you really yeah. want to move there now three years down yeah. the road? I mean, really, that's what it's kind of getting at. Is that my hope is that St. Louis will, instead of booming, which keeps steadily you know, getting better and better, steadily keep increasing and growing. Right. Instead of being where... Like the stock market, you know, big boom, then bust, and big boom, then bust. You mm-hmm. know? We're just, graduates better. We have a moderate level of growth throughout, you know, the next 20 years or even longer. No major, like, thing where it's a new place to be. It's where mm-hmm. there's just good jobs, low cost of living, um, a lot of opportunities, a lot of variety, a lot of culture. Right. You know, and just, <clears throat> I, just I plan to live here and die here, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think being on the conservative side of the spectrum, I think that's exactly how that would play out you know it's not like everyone's going to go all in on st louis i think it would be a steadily increase keep making stuff better get to a point where we can do the bike share programs because it's not a big deal to bike from downtown to clayton because there's so many stuff everything in between where it's no longer pockets it's just one continuous strip and you know everything i don't i don't know the the name of the interstate that does like the little circle but if you look on the map you can clearly see the st louis circle Mm -hmm. Oh. Reaching out, Pat, like to the airport, and then back down. Sure, yeah, yeah. Encompassing all that stuff, and and yeah, I, I fully believe that is going to continue to grow, like you said, get interconnected, yeah. to where there isn't now you have to go five miles from one spot to the next to enjoy yourself. It's so many gems in between that yeah. it grows off that, mm-hmm. and the restaurant world is going to be a huge part of that. It definitely is, yeah. It's like like this reason I like uh, some of like Uber in uh, the area because 
think it's one way for people to get around and not have to worry about parking. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you, again, you can't walk everywhere in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Correct. And uh, in some ways, you know, I have some mixed feelings about the gig economy. Um, you know, I do wonder if it's actually good in the long run or not. But right. most people we talk to who drive, who we've, ridden, we've ridden Uber a lot around St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Most of them say they like it, but maybe they're just saying that. But, but most of them seem to, seem to like it. Um, and I do like the idea of the flexibility. But, of course, I, you know, I work for the Fed. <laughs> so I'm, you know, government worker. We'll mm-hmm. set quasi private. Not bad holidays, I hear. Yeah, it's actually pretty good, actually. Bank holidays <laughs> rock. Um, <laughs> that much. Um, yeah. Do a little more extra time to do some more weed stuff, so. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. So what part of town are you staying in currently? Right now, th- this is the first time in several years I've stayed in Chesterfield. Oh, so. Okay. Are you Airbnb? No. no? Uh, I'm staying with a, uh, a co-worker and friend. Okay. Um, so that's obviously... For me, that 45-minute to an hour drive, that's the same drive I used to make on the East Coast to go from you know, Baltimore back to my home in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So it's just mm-hmm. insane for me to hear, oh, I live in St. Louis, and be that far away from stuff, but that's mm-hmm. just how St. Louis is. And because yeah. St. Louis goes in one direction from downtown, mm-hmm. that still works. Yeah. You know, I feel like if St. Louis went on the other side of the river, which obviously is Illinois, like you couldn't get away with saying, I live in St. Louis at that point in time. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. again... It's that kind of area where people an hour out still will venture into downtown for everything and call themselves a St. Louis and mm-hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. And it's it's very very interesting, unique area of the country in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I respect that. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, mm. it's it's taken a little bit to get used to. Yeah. So sure. I've you know coworkers that even just earlier this week I was staying in Soulard and mm-hmm. was there last last year for uh, or last month for Mardi Gras. Yeah. First time for that and. Uh, I haven't been to the New Orleans one, so I don't have anything to base it off as far as the, the best in the country, but that mm. wasn't a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good week to be in St. Yeah. Louis. Cool. Very cool. cool. I grew up in Chesterfield, so I yeah. know all about that. <laughs> yeah, and I grew up in Belleville. Okay. So, okay, I met in the middle. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but I was uh, living in Belleville, and then I figured if I'm going to live in Illinois, I should live in Chicago. You know, you know I don't think so much point live. Well, I shouldn't say that. It sounds rude. But, yeah. <laughs> well, it seems to me that all the money... All those taxes from Illinois go all the way up to the north to Chicago. And as some people lament about that, I figured if I'm going to live here, I might as well live to the city. Mm-hmm. Move to the city. True. If, if you ask anyone else from not an Illinois or this part of the, the country to name a, an Illinois city, Chicago's coming up. So yeah. Yeah. that makes sense. I'm not saying it's fair, but yeah. uh, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not bad. It just, look, you're right. Look, yeah. sneak up on you. You guys beat me to it. I'm, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it, it's sneaky. It's like, yeah. I love yeah. drinks of hand. Sneaky cocktails. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Feel free to pour yourself another one. All right. I don't need to, to bartend unless you need me. <laughs> it's okay. Two ingredients. I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> or make some um, bitters. Make some black walnut bitters. Hmm. You can add anything you want to that, and it will still be just delicious with yeah. a little bit of flair. Yeah. So. I like it. So, Rhett, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Great question. The <laughs> the first answer to that that I remember having was a dolphin trainer. Oh, wow. I thought dolphins were the coolest animal. Still do. Mm-hmm. Like the only other one that's considered smart, like human ish, mm-hmm. and how much fun are they to to watch and mm-hmm. inter- I would have loved to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Baltimore Aquarium wasn't that far from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Hershey Park is a, a little known place in the country, but a well known place in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm where they had a great dolphin show that cool. my family would never miss every summer. Mm. Uh, That's where Hershey's from, right? 
Hershey Park is in Hershey, Pennsylvania, where Hershey Chocolate is headquartered. Yeah. The entire like surrounding twenty miles smells just like chocolate. Oh jeez! Like wow. it, it, the factory windows open up at like five a.m. and you get that yeah. nice chocolate smell. Wow! I sure so. that'd be good or not. Um, may at first, but you know, if you, you could stick to the the non sugar dark chocolate, you know, you might be all right. Otherwise, work on you know diabetes things later <laughs> in life. Mm-hmm. Contrast that to about an hour east where I grew up, where it's mm. the mushroom capital of the world. Mm. So they open the mushroom vents at 6 a.m., and oh. you're on that bus going to school, and it, it smells horrible. <laughs> I imagine. They, they grew and, and shit. Yeah, yeah. So in, compar- in comparison, everything else yeah. smelled like... I, it's very hard for me to smell something that bad and be like, oh, well, it, it's not as bad as going to school as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dolphin Trainer was the answer to that, and uh-huh. for my... I can't remember if it was still in elementary school or middle school at this point, but my shadow program, they said, well, you, we can't send you to a dolphin trainer, but we do have a vet in the area that we can send you to. And mm-hmm. I said, that's good. Let me in there. Mm-hmm. Go bring a bag of lunch. Pretty sure it was peanut butter and jelly and Cheez-Its. <laughs> and I had the worst two days of like my young life. Mm-hmm. I loved animals, thought I was just playing with pets all day. My first day there, like within the first hour, I see a, a dog get put down. Mm-hmm. Couple hours later, mm. a cat gets neutered. Yeah. A parrot came in with a crushed beak, and it was just like, mm, "That is not for me." Yeah. And then because yeah. I had signed up for the program to get out of school, they could have be playing with pets all day. They made me go the second day instead of coming back. Uh. So it, was, it wasn't as traumatic. Like, yeah. it, I feel like if I had gone one day later, it would have been like neutral and maybe yeah. still had vet aspirations. I see. Yeah. But that first day was so bad. Oh, yeah. So after that, it wasn't as much as what kind of career can I do, just I want to be something that makes a difference. I want to do something that helps people. I want to be someone that people see, and it's a positive. They know it's going to be you know, a great human experience, plus hopefully a great business experience, sure. if it was business. Mm-hmm. I just knew I couldn't do a 9-to-5 computer job, and mm. other than that, that was you know, my only specifications. I, I want to make sure I can help people, make a difference and not sit down for nine hours a day five days a week hmm. very cool especially so. you split your time between St. Louis and Denver are you working only for Oprah now? correct yes hmm. uh, so Denver is actually our next expansion oh okay oh cool uh, so I'm out there probing uh, getting some stuff ready once we finally make sure we do everything we want to do with St. Louis get the blueprint we're going to try out Denver mm-hmm. uh, LA is shortly behind hmm. Um, and other than those two cities, the only reason the LA is a thing is because we have headquarters there for a sister company that's not related to Oprah, but it's development mm-hmm. for websites and, and the app type stuff. That's headquartered in LA. So we figured since we already have resources mm-hmm. there, might as well. Everything else about Oprah is it's designed to be a Midwest app. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to do St. Louis, do this well, Denver, Austin, Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, you know, start connecting just like the same way you're talking about connecting the dots between the neighborhoods yeah. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Connect that central of the country, Houston maybe. Mm. Uh, Nashville's more of a touristy place, so it's not high priority. Mm. But obviously, I'd I'd love to go spend some time in Nashville yeah. for work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chicago, there's so many people there, and it's so so much already a restaurant world mm. mm-hmm. that we'd rather make sure we get all our ducks in a row before heading there. But gotcha. Uh, again, all this all this spins on making sure we handle everything correctly in St. Louis, mm-hmm. making the right connections, getting the right feedback, and making sure we're listening to our users, our restaurants, 
uh, and not just saying this is what the app is, this is what you need to have it as, mm-hmm. how can we be better? Mm-hmm. And, and that's always the question, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I'm honored to be on this couch. I remember just from the first one from Rick Lewis from Southern. Oh, yeah, uh, great one. You had Groupie in here, mm-hmm. uh, the Galenas, just all, yeah. you know, the, the who's who and the what's what of <laughs> St. Louis <laughs> restaurants. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, Josh Charles, kind of is. <laughs> Mike Parasi, you know, all, all these amazing names. Uh, Tim Wiggins, I, I apologize if I left anyone out, which I definitely did, but uh, just so many. Yeah. So I'm sitting here like, humbled and honored uh, just to be a part of this and thinking, you know, how can we get their feedback to do better? How can we hear yeah. our user feedback? Because we're only a year old, yeah. uh, a year and a half. Um, so we started last November in St. Louis and mm-hmm. there's still a huge chunk of the restaurants mm-hmm. and a huge chunk of the, the demographic that hasn't heard of Oprah, mm-hmm. doesn't know what Oprah is, you know, maybe saw us once on a billboard or something like that and still couldn't, if you asked them, would have no idea. Mm-hmm. So again, that's part of being a startup, part of being a startup in St. Louis, sure. uh, and then making sure we do the, make the right tweaks, mm-hmm. find the right avenues grow with our demographic, our user base, and our restaurant base. Um, and then from there, you know, make sure we have a good product that doesn't just, you know, benefit us, it benefits the restaurants sure. and the users or, or we're out of a job. You know, that's, no, that's our yeah. core focus, you know. Yeah. That's, so yeah. So it's it's a very, very unique and exciting space to be in. Yeah. And cool. it's, it's been yeah. a, a great trip so far. And, cool. You know, and, and people like yourself, I go to all these places like Mission Taco and Pappy's and, uh, you know, you, you name it, the, the top 50, and I see the Wheat Stuff sticker all <laughs> over the place, and it's just like, uh, my, where was my guidance counselor, you know, when they were saying, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like a dolphin trainer. Said, nah, you want to be a food boss. You know, you, you want to get people to come to your restaurant, give them your opinion and your review, and then, you know, spread that with the world, and, you know, she, she did not say that to me, so... I don't blame her. I'm just <laughs> upset about it. Newfangled stuff. See, the yeah. internet didn't really exist when we were kids. So yeah. That's yeah. partially it. Back then, it was witch, witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. The devil's playground. Totally. Well, back then, it was BBS. It was a whole other animal. But. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just curious about some stats that you could lay on us for over. So, you've been sure. in existence, what, about 16 months? 15? We started in November 2015. 15. Okay. So, right at the end of that year, uh, didn't even find our stride until the end of 2016. So it took a whole year of, yeah. you know, growing, getting that feedback, you know, growing pains. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, now don't know this about Uber, but it took three years for them to get out of San Francisco. Sure. Uh, don't fact check me on that. It might have been slightly less, might have been slightly more, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just an overnight success. Right. They they spent a lot of time and a lot of money and a sure. lot of, you know, mad mad users, mad customers, mm-hmm. figuring out what works before they finally, you know, found this is exactly what we're going to do, found the funding for it, and then just blew up, you know, essentially at that point overnight. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so Oprah is still very much in its infancy. <coughs> we, if, uh, as you guys have, you know, used the app over time. Uh, it's not even recognizable from our first version of it. It's not, it's barely recognizable from three months ago. Uh, so again, when I started coming to St. Louis in, uh, September, six months ago, whenever that was, we had just got our pay at the table function. It was brand new, and we've tweaked it five or six times since then. Gotcha. And that's part of the tech world that you have to deal with. Hmm. Do I need to do CPR? No. I can. 
I was a lifeguard for a summer. Up. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Uh, and it's, it's just You're part good. of the, the natural growth span of any tech company is finding out what do people hate, what do people like, and how do we get somewhere you know, on that end of the spectrum sure. and fix everything that's in between. And also marketing. That's another type of, when you don't have years worth of stats to go on, you know, you don't know what works. You sure. don't know what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so with every success that you hear, I, there's a, probably at least 10 failures, not, not even in the tech world. That's a universal thing where I'm sure you as a person has that. Every person that's, that's hearing that yeah. can identify with that. Hmm. Gotcha. I mean, I'm trying to think like, uh, I, I was in the uh, startup called Monster Commerce a long time ago, but it hit it big. Got bought up by Network Solutions. Got bought Is up that by... the monster? What? No, not monster. No, not monster. Monster Commerce. Not yeah, monster. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it started in uh, in Belleville, Swansea area. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it's way it got big was was several things. One was um, marketing and SEO, basically mm-hmm. higher ranking Google and Overture and those things at the time. Um, but also was uh, amazing technical technical support, where there's someone at 24 seven that can answer any question you had about the software. Okay. And like, uh, so how's it work with the uh, with the uh, People that you set up the systems with, do you have like support people to come out, or do you have like a cell phone number to call in case something goes off? As far as the hardware goes, we have a, a team of about five or six, hmm. uh, myself included. That yes, we, we do come out if uh, the printer or tablet's not working. Hmm. Um, we we will come out take care of that. Hmm. Worst case scenario, it's not fixable, which has happened maybe three times in my hmm. year and a half of being with Oprah specifically. Hmm. But yeah, so for those that don't know, it involves one tablet and one printer at this Mm. point in time. We're trying to get away from the printer to just be a tablet. Mm. Five years ago, that would have been amazing, and every restaurant would have loved that. Nowadays, any company that you come across um, would, forgive me for name dropping, but here comes Grubhub, Eat Street, Eat24, GrubGo had it before they went out. Yeah. Skip the dishes. You know, everyone gives this sort of tablet, and now there's an entire wall of tablets that they all have to keep charged. They all have to like train their staff on. Sure. And yeah. it's just extra clutter. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so that's one thing that we, when we started conceptualizing this about three years ago, before we got to actual getting in stores, like, okay, the tablet's the way to go. And we get there now, and everyone's got one. So now we actually are coming up with ways to remove the tablet and the printer and hardware because it's just a headache for stores. Sure. Yeah. It's insane to me because when I started working in the restaurant industry uh, and with our company, before Oprah, we were in the online ordering space. We would go through fax, you know, we would send emails, and the, the one or two sort of places that did have a tablet, mm. they were the king. Mm. And so we start coming up with a solution, and only three years later, now everyone's got one, and now restaurants are like, don't give me a tablet. I don't want that. <laughs> it's, sure. It's, again, it's just one of those things that you. you you don't necessarily foresee, but looking forward with this technology boom since, you know, the mid '90s when this whole thing started, as far as, you know, tech accessibility. Now to the late 2000 teens coming up, mm. it's what can we do to make less? How can we sure. make more with less? Yeah, remove stuff from their place. Uh, that's that's the key in my opinion. Is everyone's you know trying to have their own standalone thing, and if you make it so. We have a universal that can be a pl- plug and drop, no matter what they're using. Sure. Uh, 
it's a benefit to them in their mind uh, and actually in general. Because again, the, the restaurant staff, less is more. If they have to yeah. take one extra step to do anything, yeah. it's not worth a restaurant's time. Sure. And when yeah. we understand that, it is what it is. Yeah. And it's crazy how that, that's becoming the case. So. Yeah. Interesting. Where if you could do something with like, you know, like a Raspberry Pi that could plug into the wall? Maybe a little tiny screen on it or something. That way you have a little tiny mini computer with a Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so we use Wi-Fi and we found in several stores like we don't have Wi-Fi or our Wi-Fi is not strong. Oh, I see, yeah. That causes some issues. Or we have some solutions to that. Uh, but again, it's, it's all stuff that we didn't think was going to be an issue coming forward. Uh, and we, through experience, trial and error and growing pains, we've found these things out. So now we're finally at a point in our minds where, you know, it doesn't necessarily need a printer and a tablet sure. and a Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. You know, we, we have specific instances where we're, we're fixing that. So that's not as much for the, the user's concern, but that's for the restaurants and, and that sort of thing. Like anytime you want to bring this up, even though it's, hey, it's free, so we're going to bring you free orders from our 26,000 plus users in St. Louis. Uh, we will bring you some you know new technology. It's mm. Is it going to make my staff's life harder? Is it going to make my life harder? Yeah. I would rather pay to not have headaches than save money with an extra headache. Of course. So yeah. we absolutely understand that, and everything we do as far as the, our development is working towards that. Gotcha. Cool. So How many restaurants are you using in St. Louis? I'm going to ask you how many you think are using re- over yeah. in St. Louis. Mm. Yeah. 200? That is actually very accurate. Oh, cool. We are, we are right at around 198 right now. Cool. Uh, active restaurants. We've had a bunch that... As I mentioned, you know, it was a very, very different experience when we first launched, and they were with us for the, the worst of it, and it dropped, and, you know, don't necessarily know about the new things, just don't want to work on it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, Bird and Barrel was one of our, our biggest stores right out the gate, mm. and back then, instead of being able to pay at the table, if you said, I want to pay with Oper at a sit-down restaurant, they'd have to bring a tablet from the back mm. and scan it, the same way they scan it registers now. Sure, yeah. So it's, it's one of those things that's, it's, world's different, it's not even the same animal in that respect, mm. uh, and we just haven't got around to getting back in front of them to talk about that. We're going to, again, we want to make sure ours is, is perfect as it can be from a user and restaurant standpoint, um, and then try and grow as much as possible in St. Louis, because our, our growth is restaurant's growth. You know, we're not charging... Three to five to six to you know twelve percent right now I think is the industry average for online ordering, mm-hmm. even higher for the places that deliver instead of restaurants delivering themselves or just servicing orders, mm-hmm. you know and we're here at free, and there's been plenty of times I've gone in and said, you know explain Oper and they're like okay well how much does it cost I'm like we don't charge any commission we have an advertising platform as a restaurant if you want to use that, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary many sure. of our stores won't ever pay us a dime and we're fine mm-hmm. with that, sure. and they just think it's a scam because. I feel like sometimes I might have more success just throwing out 3% or something like yeah, that yeah. Mm-hmm. to see what happens. But uh, that's that's not our core value. That's not our business model. Uh, we're here to help restaurants save money and cool. users save money uh, as well. So we've, we've made this product that we think is actually great at this point. Uh, and even on top of all of this, there's a referral program where if you're a server or mm-hmm. someone who has a lot of friends that eat out in St. Louis, yeah. you have a unique code the same way Uber has a referral yeah. code. So as a, as a server, you can be the hero at a bar and be like, hey, you guys drinking tonight? Have you heard of Oprah? No? Here's my code, seven bucks off to each of you. That's a free drink plus some. 
you know, and try it out. If you don't like it, still got a free drink out of it. If yeah, not, absolutely. no big deal. Yeah. And either way, me personally, I'd love to hear everyone's feedback from the restaurant owners to the restaurant managers to the servers, bartenders to the people that are using it because we don't get better if we don't hear both positive and negative things about it mm-hmm. to make those changes. Sure, of course. So I really feel like I've been talking way too much about Oprah. Well, no, well, it's fine. I mean, like, you know, you're here on, you know, I mean, we know more about That's what your job is. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, like, um, even beyond that, I guess we have some more food-related questions. Like, what's in your favorite place in St. Louis? Ooh. So, uh, I know toasted raviolis is the, the thing here. Yeah. No. I'm not really a big fried guy, so I, mm. I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Probably like mozzarella sticks a little more, mm-hmm. but that being said, I'll get T-Rabs at least once a month. Yeah. You know, mm. around. Uh, favorite place I've been, I had a really great experience with uh, Pappy's. Oh, yeah. uh, my fiance, I got to fly her in one weekend when she wasn't doing anything, so I hadn't seen her a couple weeks because I was out here, so she never had proper barbecue mm-hmm. so we, we, she's Italian loves to eat mm. metabolism of <laughs> you know a, a, a three year old marathon trainer mm-hmm. uh, so we went to Pappy's and she downed like 20 pounds of food it was amazing <laughs> and then I got whatever was left uh, but yeah those burnt ends coming from the east coast you know pizza was alright out there it was never my thing even though it's I'll, I'll never say no to it restaurants I've probably my favorite one I've been to that I would go back all the time, I'd have to say is Mission Taco. Mm. Like the, yeah. whether it's $2 taco time of the day or not, like it's just, no matter yeah. what part of St. Louis you're in, there's one there and it's, it's just easy and they're, yep. they're amazing at what they do. It's good stuff. Yeah. I had it for lunch today, in fact. This month they have, um, uh, are you familiar with their monthly specials of their tacos? It was something crazy. So I was this, just there yesterday. Yeah, and I can't the one this the... month, um, it's working with Southern. So it's got fried yes. chicken in it. I the, had that today. Yeah. The Cluck Norris, I think it's Yes, called. that's what it is, the Cluck Norris. <laughs> yes. it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, it was good. <clears throat> yeah, I actually, I, I really enjoyed Fountain on Locust. Oh, yeah, that's, we yeah. love yeah. I feel like that's a hidden gem. It really is. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. Everything's very reasonably priced, but it's just so good. Mm-hmm. And people who want a strong cocktail or a boozy milkshake or a nice soup or these nice little sandwiches, just, mm-hmm. it's good. They have it all. My first job was Dairy Queen. Yeah. So I was 16 or 17 working that, and that's when I first kind of started discovering alcohol as well. So, you know, working late nights when the boss wasn't there, we'd do a, a ton of boozy milkshakes. So that mm-hmm. just, not only being delicious, it's mm. nostalgia for me. So, yeah, yeah I, I really love Fountain on Locust and that little, uh, that little corner. Nice. Um, yeah, um, uh, everything else, it's, it's a great culinary place to be right now in St. Louis. There's so many... People that had just rooted down and said, we're going to make this a thing. And I feel like so many people that had seen that and come back from somewhere else that they were, with their now knowledge of culinary arts mm. and regional tastes and stuff, and just doing their own flair somewhere in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Amazing restaurants have opened the past two, three years. Yeah. It's, it's a great time to be a foodie in St. Louis, as you guys are aware. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, here's sort of a twist on that question. I like giving this. So <laughs> instead of talking about your favorite restaurant... Um, is there a favorite meal or dish or drink at a place that you think people should know about? What do I know yeah. that I can or is share? Or just like a side or something? Lewis. What's something amazing you've had recently? That's a great <clears throat> question. I, the, the problem with me is I'm not picky. Uh, yeah. I love trying everything. The only thing I won't eat is hot dogs. 
Like, really? It's, oh, wow, wow. it's just not my thing. Even kosher ones? It, it's not a religious thing. It's just oh, no, I don't think religious, but... Either, either kosher <laughs> or beef, front dogs, will be meat. That, that's my ignorance coming out. Oh, that's that's, what I, that's, I assume that was <laughs> the way it was prepared, but... Uh, yeah, so sorry to Steve's on the uh, the hill there, but yeah, hot dogs is the only thing I won't eat. Because mm-hmm. everything else I've tried has, has been amazing. So if you're going to ask me my hidden gem in, in St. Louis... Uh, I don't know if it's hidden to everyone else, but Medina Sandwiches on mm-hmm. right next to, I believe, Tucker Boulevard right there. Mm-hmm. Or, no, it's not Tucker. It's right on the end of... Oh, is that the Palestinian restaurant? Yes. Yeah, I love that place. There's, there's good, a sandwich yeah. they have called Summer in Dubai. Mm-hmm. And no matter what the ingredients were, the name had me sold. That mm-hmm. sounded amazing. And it was heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I had the uh, the hummus there. was really good. I had the, they had like a Euro uh, called the original Palestine, mm-hmm. I think. Like a chicken, it was more like a chicken in Slovakia almost, but uh, right, really, really good. I liked it a lot. It's not only is it amazing food; it's like it's great branding. Like that, I'm always impressed by stores that can brand themselves mm-hmm. from top to bottom, keep it consistent, mm-hmm. and do it well. And that, I feel yeah. like that's one that has done that. They don't try to do too much. Their menu's not huge, mm-hmm. and with those kind of menus, you can have every single thing on it and be six pages. Uh, they've kept it concise and delicious. Yeah. And it, it's very, very good. And, and none of it's that unhealthy. You know? Yeah. You obviously can throw whatever sauces you want on to add the calories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's very, very good. And I've never had a bad experience with them. So yeah. I, that's what I would say if you haven't tried Medina. Yeah, I definitely liked it a lot. Um, I've okay. worked at the Federal Reserve downtown, so I've walked there a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, have you been to Sheesh? Is that the end of the name? It, it was just it's not <laughs> shish kebab, right? No, it's just yeah. shish. Is it, I thought I remembered the shish kebab. No, I, I've never been to shish. Yeah. That is next on my list. for. Yeah, it's on uh, South Rand, and it's okay. uh, Moroccan, I believe. Mm-hmm. But really, really amazing food. Just really delicious. You just nailed down my Wednesday lunch. Cool. Thank yeah. you for that. Cool. Appreciate that. No, yeah. it's S-H-E-E-S-H. Shish. Perfect. That's, That's exactly how I would spelled it. Yes, it's good. Nice. Okay. Cool. Is there uh, anything... You know, being from quote unquote out of town at this point, that I should try from the weed stuff. Um, well, maybe not. <laughs> Based on us, uh, a lot of people probably say you should go try Trent Drews. <laughs> you know, just for going. We, we go it's there occasionally. Ama- it's not amazing. Right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But, have but you, oh, have you ever been to the Black Thorn Pub and Pizza? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a di- it, looks, it looks so divey, but the pizza's really good. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, don't judge a book by its cover yeah, places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going good. there about 15 years or so. Yeah, but a uh, great, great place. It's, it's been a lot that long? Well, basically, I don't know. I've heard going there like 2003. Even, even double or, digits is Yeah, phenomenal. maybe it's been about 15 years. Maybe, mm-hmm. I think it's been around even longer than that, though. I'm not sure. But uh, it's been there. It's a St. Louis institution. Like, just get a big, thick... You know, deep dish pizza there, and it'll take two hours. But you get to get a bunch of pictures and drink pictures and drink with your friends, play darts, play shuffleboard, mm-hmm. and just uh, then your pizza ready, just mow it all down. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, just uh, I like getting uh, bacon and uh, extra bacon. Mm. <laughs> I, I thought about. I, I completely respect the benefits of being vegetarian. Bacon will never let me do that. Yeah, it's just yeah. too good. Yeah. So I, I feel you on the, the bacon on top of bacon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe some jalapenos too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right up my alley. <laughs> Make me hungry. I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, then I'll wrap this up with you, Rhett. I got two questions left for you. Okay. Um, can you tell us about your 
online stats for, for Oprah, for the business, if people want to find that, and if you have any personal Instagram, Facebook, whatever, where people can find you? My personal is not relevant. It's, it's not that enjoyable. That's okay. It's, it's literally just pictures of nature and DJ sets, so. That's all right. Uh, oh, well, in that case, nature laser is nature underscore laser. As douchey as that sounds, <laughs> now that I say it out loud. Uh, it used to be Cool Rhett, which was so much less douchey. Um, but no, so for Oprah, the, we have a website called Pay With Oprah where you can just kind of browse around, see the benefits of being a user in a restaurant. But mm-hmm. We don't have a web-based platform. It's all online, which is just O-P-E-R. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I address this, but it stands for Order, Pay, Earn, Redeem. Mm-hmm. So it's not just this weird word that we sound like we're trying to rip off Uber. It's an yeah. acronym mm-hmm. uh, because it does all those things and you can earn 10% back on every mm-hmm. uh, transaction. Um, but yeah, so it's just an app that you can do that with. And if for being a part of this podcast, if you want to try and download that and just use the code money, it'll give you seven bucks straight cool. to your credit that you can try. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about spending your own money first. You can spend ours. We're fine with that. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the gist of that. Excellent. Everything else on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's either Oprah or Pay with Oprah. Nice. Cool. So. And is it um, both on Android and iPhones? Yes. Okay. Cool. We would not launch without the Android crowd as mm-hmm. much as... Actually, I've found out that like mm-hmm. most places I've been is Apple. St. Louis is still very much an Android place. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we, we, would, we would have been not doing ourselves a favor just yeah. with, with the iPhone and Apple. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, uh, all right, last thing, Rhett. Do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us? Uh, yeah, shameless plug warning coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Download Oper. I can use that code money. Type it in. You'll get seven bucks off. We'd love to hear your feedback, get your use out of it, uh, see what you think. Um, and the second part of that is just get out of your comfort zone, whether that's, you know, with work, with personal life, friend zone, just going to a different bar, trying different types of food. Uh, you, know, you don't grow without doing different things. So that's, uh, should be a priority for everyone. I like it. Are we good, Rhett Waffles? Yeah. <laughs> I think I still got some caramel on there. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rhett, thanks for coming over. Absolutely. This Thank you for really having me. This was really fun. Good job. Nice. Thanks, nice. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Appreciate Very good. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. No Appreciate problem. It. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Are you enjoying hearing our random conversations? To ensure that we can keep the randomness up, Please help us out by becoming a monthly sponsor on our Patreon account. We have several levels of sponsorship where you can be rewarded with cool stuff. You can donate at patreon.com slash weeatstuff. Thanks! If you weren't convinced by our interview, you should go try out uh, the Oprah app. Remember um, when you download, so it's free. When you download it, enter the code EATSTUFF, all one word and you'll get some free money in your account when you spend it at your first place. Please be sure to join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat and drink stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye.